episode of Tour Denver is brought to you by Pete Belan, Carbon Beverage Cafe, and Colorado Creative Industries. Tour Denver is a bi-monthly storytelling event produced by Amber Blaze and me, David Reinhardt. Hi, I'm Amber Blaze. Tour events take place live at venues around Denver, Colorado. Each night, a theme is chosen and three curated storytellers share their tales. In addition to the three chosen raconteurs, audience members have an opportunity to sign up and tell their own stories. All of these stories are told without any written notes, with each storyteller living in the moment with the audience. See the full schedule of upcoming Tour events and listen to other episodes at raconteurdenver.com. This Tour event took place on January 10th at the Ubi Sabubi Room under the Thin Man in Denver. Our topic this evening was arrested. Our raconteur this episode is Lashunta Pike. Lashunta is founder of Telling Kindred, a diversity and inclusion consulting company. When she's not working on Telling Kindred, she can be found in the mountains with her husband, antique shopping at estate sales, or singing YouTube karaoke at the top of her lungs when no one is listening. who I am is I love to tell stories that um, kind of challenge stereotypes that speak to the heart of the diversity within communities of color um, because a lot of the stories that we hear are um, pretty one-dimensional. They don't tell the complete complexity within the communities that I love. And so instead of waiting on people to tell those stories, I decided to tell them myself. So just a little bit about myself. I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma about three years ago where I met that really fine man right there. That's my husband. Yeah, his name is Levi. This is like on the tail end of the George Zimmerman trial. And as you guys have seen on social media, I'm pretty sure, and with the passing election, people have strong opinions about race relations in America right now. And it was a really awkward time for a super introvert Lashanta to be in a place where the way you actually get heard is through the Socratic method, which is where you get caught on, where you don't know you're going to get caught on, so you kind of like sit there sweating in your pits, you know, like (laughs) trying to figure out how to hide so you don't get caught on. Um, And so I spent a lot of time in law school for the first year hiding. Like I just did not want to be noticed by a lot of my professors. I just couldn't do it. Um, And so like that's just kind of how I made it through my first year. And second year comes around, my now husband and I get engaged and we are in our first semester of our second year and we're studying con law, constitutional law, um, and a case called Loving v. Virginia comes up. And it's about the story between um, Richard and Mildred Loving who were arrested because they were married, a black, a black woman and a white man in Virginia um, back in the 1960s. And it, at the time, was completely illegal according to anti-miscegenation laws. And... Uh, I had heard this story probably a million times before this year in law school. But for some reason, at this particular time, I noticed the date of the case that hit the Supreme Court, and it was 19-freaking-67. 1967. My dad was born in 1964. Like, that really blew my mind. Like, it blew my mind that my dad was born into an America where... 
it was illegal for my husband and I to get married. Like, that is crazy. That was kind of my first moment of arrestment where I realized that, holy cow, like, we've come so far in this country, but shit. Like, <laughs> like that was in the late 1960s. That is not that long ago. Like, and so that really kind of started uh, my desire to learn a little bit more about how far we've come as a society. Uh, but introvert Lashanta worn out. She, she won out, and uh, she still wanted to stay quiet a lot in law school. And as you know, in law school, I mean, there's a lot of race-related cases. So every other day, I'm like, please don't look at me. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Oh, God. So fast forward into my third year of law school, spring semester. I am like one semester away from graduating out of that hellhole that is law school. And I'm in my criminal law class, and we are studying racial profiling. And so we're sitting in the middle of the class, and an introvert's worst nightmare. Oh, my God. You guys, the professor walked right over to me and goes, Lashanta, what do you think about this? And I'm, like, paralyzed. I am paralyzed because this is the girl who, for two and a half years, decided not to speak about race stuff in law school. Like, I was one of five black kids who matriculated in a class of 100 white students. And so, like, as a minority, that's a lot of pressure. Like, you just feel like you're speaking on behalf of, like, 300,000 people, and you know that that's a really diverse community, and you can't do that, but everybody expects you to do that, so you just kind of don't. Uh, so I I was mortified, and in this, in this moment, I was so so fearful of my own like lack of ability to speak that I literally told the man who controlled my grade and the ability for me to graduate from law school because again this is my last semester that I like hated the fact that this topic was even brought up in this course like I literally told this man that I hated his class in the middle of another 30 people uh so it was not a shining moment for me and that really uh, kind of pushed me to start thinking about how much progress I actually had made over the course of my time in law school when it came to my own comfort about discussing a topic that I just couldn't run away from anymore. Three weeks later, Levi and I are getting married in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the venue we pick it's called the Living Arts of Tulsa. It's a modern arts museum right in the heart of the Brady District, which was formerly known as Greenwood Village, which was the area of Tulsa that witnessed the 1921 race riot. And the street that the museum was located on was called Reconciliation Way. And I... I just kind of had a month there where I was like, Lashanta, like, what are you doing? Like, you are one of very few black women who made it into law school, and here you are terrified of having this conversation in front of people who don't look like you. That was the moment that I realized that I was completely, like, I stopped. Like, I had stopped all progress that I could have made in being a champion for my community and being a champion for change in uh, being a resource for people who wanted to teach others how they could themselves become a champion for change. And 
it just like the, the timeline of everything just kind of baffled me a little bit. I mean, the Emancipation Proclamation happened in what 1863. Uh, in 1921 was when the Tulsa race riots happened. Like that was 58 years. Within 58 years, there's this thriving community in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that apparently, like some accounts have the dollars circulating over 30 times before it actually left the community. Like that's how strong it was, and so. Over that course of years, a group of determined people were able to like do some really badass shit, and like then all hell broke loose, and here we are, almost a hundred years later, and there is no like there's no recognition of that at all, other than the fact that this street is called Reconciliation Way. And so I decided at that moment that I no longer wanted to be silent and I didn't want to be a part of why the conversation that progressed us as a nation had stopped. Uh, and so I began to ask myself like, what I did as an individual to, uh, to, to, to secure economic investment and in the uh, communities of color. I decided to evaluate what our nation had done. And so I guess as I wrap up this story tonight, I just kind of challenge each and every one of us, myself included, to think about what we can do as individuals to impact our own individual communities and become a, a part of positive change and kind of build the communities we want to see. So you guys have been great. I really thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Tour denver if you enjoyed this story and live in denver join us at spangling brewery on march 7th for our next Tour event with the topic of nicknames Here's a reminder to head to RackandTourDenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, podcasts, and more. The music for this episode was created by Kevin Larkin. You can find more streaming on SoundCloud at Amateur Astronomy. And of course, we would like to thank our sponsors, Pete Bland, Carbon Beverage Cafe, and Colorado Creative Industries.